Hello, you guys. Welcome back to AG University Podcast. This is such a fun episode today with one of my absolute best friends, Julia Havens. And I feel like a lot of you guys have requested her come on the podcast, probably because y'all are obsessed with her, as am I. She is so lovely, so warm. She's felt like such a soul connection for me. I met her through my other bestie, Tiana, who you guys heard from last week. That was an amazing episode. If you guys are just now catching up, you've got to hear Tiana and Juge both. Julia Havens is her full name. They are so special to me. Julia is a full-time content creator, YouTuber, she's so much more than a content creator. She's truly like a lifestyle curator. She has the best taste in interior design and clothing and fashion. She's so uniquely Julia. I've never met anyone like her and she's just someone that you need to know. You need to follow. She is about to have a baby truly any day now. So if you are a new mama entering this phase of life, absolutely go check her out because she's just one of those people. She carries such authority in everything that she shares and posts because I know that it's truly something she believes in and it's something that's authentic to her. She has inspired me so much in my own journey of just sharing my life through an unfiltered lens and just sharing what feels most resonant to me. I adore her. I'm so excited for this new journey that she's embarking on in motherhood because I know that when that time comes for me, I'm going to be like, Juge, help me. Tell me all the things to do. I truly value her opinion so, so deeply. Her husband as well, Hunter Havens, they are a couple content creator duo on YouTube and they're just, they're my comfort show (laughs) when I am homesick, when I'm feeling lonely. I love to watch Hunter and Julia because there's just so much warmth in their content. So we talk a little bit about everything. This conversation went so many places. We talk about hormones. We talk about intuition while being pregnant. We talk about our journeys with our bodies. We talk about family boundaries and just so many things that we've learned in our adulthood. And also, it's just so fun to have such a close friend on the show. So without further ado, I want to say on behalf of AGU, thank you so much, Julia Havens, for coming on the show. I love you and I can't wait to meet Baby Havens. Wow. Let's go, guys. On behalf of AG University, this is the best <laughs> guest you will ever see Julia Havens in the house, also with child. Yes, that's right. Giving her precious energy and sweet baby Havens mm. to AG University. But, Jude, you are truly a friend that is so near and dear to my heart. You feel like a soul connection. Definitely. And I'm so thankful that I'm entering my 30s with you. I really feel like you're a guide and you share Aww. so much wisdom with me, and you're someone that just goes through life effortlessly and authentically (laughs) authenticity so So I know that you guys at AG University all my students we are all lucky to be in your presence oh that's really nice you're like the most authentic I feel like (laughs) that's like what I look to you for like when I have to remember myself I'm always like I need to like talk to AG I need to realign and remember who I am yeah you're my friend for that yeah well but that's how we attracted each other totally you know yeah we we mirror that in each other so it's such a special place to be Mm. I am entering into my 30s yes and I kind of thought that would be a fun theme for us to talk about just yes the transition from 20s to 30s like it's major small but big I know I know (laughs) and numerical kind of hits you in the face a little (laughs) (laughs) kind of got my ass whooped a little bit yes you're like whoa what's going on here what's going on I know because when I did a reading for you first was that your transition to 30 yes um I don't even know how old people are anymore yeah I think it was like right after my 30th birthday and then because that was in October, it was like January time frame, mm-hmm. winter, and I was like, whoa, what is happening? Like, spiritually, I just felt, I felt like a completely different person. I was like, what is going on? I was questioning, like, everything about, like, who I was and, like, where my life was going, and you just, like, all of a sudden really reevaluate. I don't know why. It's almost like things, shit gets real, kind of. I don't know. A lot of people say that when you turn 30, you just, your 20s are just, like, 
boopity bop you're like lollygagging around like i just going looking cute and going out with my friends and then 30 you're like whoa like what am i doing i know yeah what is it i don't know i think it just you start to realize like t- like you're just getting older and it's just like more serious kind of um which i mean you're not serious like you're serious in a good way but yeah. you're like all about fun and <laughs> you're really good at keeping that in check but it just feels a little bit more intense i don't know yeah you just really start to think about stuff are you like starting to feel that yet oh i'm there yeah i thought about you a lot last week actually yes i, I made it was the day that i made that video on tiktok how i was like i could never go back to coachella i could never do any of these things anymore and you were like same it's like never. all of a sudden you're like no no I no 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 nor absolutely not I'm like what I used to be like I can't wait to go into this mosh pit that like now I'm like I'm so scared for her is she okay I know yeah no I really went through though in the transitional year from 29 to 30 I think it was right after I turned 30 and I just I don't know. It kind of had like a huge reevaluation of like everything that was important to me, like what I was valuing. I'd also just like moved to Nashville. So it's like going through a big change anyways. Yeah. Um, but all those things just really came into focus. And that's when I started to like kind of get a little bit more like spiritually in tune, just like paying attention to like what was my purpose and having like really – like existential (laughs) thoughts and experiences and stuff like that but I think it was necessary and I I had to like kind of go through that to figure out my footing like going into the 30s um and then by 31 it sort of like started to even out when I got pregnant I felt super just like aligned but it was a little bit of a tough transitional year and mine's also been coupled with a move to Florida you know it's yes. interesting how you move definitely in these transition times right but also I do want to talk about I'm like I've brought you here today because yes. I really want to talk about the energy that I always read the Akashi Records is our intuition is most heightened mm. when we are pregnant because we are yes. looking out for another person not just ourselves yes you know so what has your experience been with this new knowing I know. Well, you know, I was just actually seeing some like TikToks about that and like everything. I'm like, I saw this on TikTok. Um, I don't know. It was really interesting because I would say actually up until I got pregnant, I was kind of like struggling emotionally just with like, you know, certain things transitioning from 20 to 30 um, or 20s to 30s. I'm sorry. And figuring out a lot of things. But then when I got pregnant, it was all of a sudden it was like, Boom. Like I felt like I had like a light beam to the like to heaven. I was like, okay, I feel like really safe. I feel super aligned in my purpose. Mm. Like this is my focus. And it just like really brought me down like 10 notches. Just really calm. It felt very like centered. And um yeah, that's how I can describe it. Like very peaceful or like it's just kind of mm-hmm. I don't know. Nice. It just feels, you know, when things like intuitively feel right or wrong like you can feel the difference in your body yes it just feels very right um so that's one thing for sure um in terms of like sensitivity I mean I don't know it's hard like until I I have like the thoughts in my head and like I think I'm like more intuitive but until I like share the experiences with other people I'm like I don't know if I'm crazy or like I'm always talking to Hunter and you know guys are just like it's a little bit different I'm like wait did you notice that or did you see that wasn't that cool um he's probably like what are you talking about (laughs) I'm like you don't get it never mind you don't get it yeah um I don't know I don't have like that much to share on it but I just feel it's just like a nice feeling. Yeah. I can't describe it. Well, do you feel like it's a part, do you think the discomfort before was lack of clarity on purpose and this Perhaps. has shifted you more into purpose of like motherhood? Probably. Probably. Um, yeah. And I don't know. It's interesting like in this landscape or like nowadays we feel so much like pressure to be like, I don't know, there's, you know, things like having a career or... Um, you know, performing certain levels when, like, this is such a, like, human experience. Mm-hmm. Just, like, everybody has children. Well, not everyone, but it feels very... Primal? Yes, primal, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and it just feels very right. I don't know. I'm, like, at a loss for words. No, I can't describe no, it. But I know. It's, and, yes. you, and you have to experience it to truly 
be there. Definitely. But I'm just always really fascinated with pregnancy because the energy around it is just knowing. Yes. Clear knowing. Yes. And also, this is just the energy that I've read. I I can't speak for everyone because, like I said, I haven't have children yet, but we experience this intense knowing so that we have this clarity going forward to be a guide for child. Definitely. You know, so it's a... And sometimes people don't experience that until pregnancy. And it's almost like we kind of hit like a reset. Yes, definitely. It's so fascinating. I'm like looking forward to to like when the baby actually comes out to just see how it shifts my perspective about like just purpose of life and, you know, being here on earth, like all that stuff, just because you don't like have that perspective, I feel like, until you go through the experience. Um, And I already feel like I feel like pregnancy is the first phase for that you know you're just starting to sort of like come into peace and just like a nice <laughs> and it just yeah, feels like a nice safe. little safety exactly safety. um and it feels really sweet and just special and you just kind of realize like the things that matter in life you know what I mean mm-hmm. but co- trying to like go back and forth between like that identity of like okay I'm gonna be a mom and I'm pregnant and then oh wait and over here I have like a job and career and all these like worldly things I guess you could say that you have to worry about the finances and um stuff like that it's interesting to like hop back and forth between the two and try and find like the balance you know what I mean um so I can imagine that'll just be amplified like once the baby's actually here but a lot of women do it and they figure it out (laughs) I know that's that's what I always have to tell myself I'm like yeah everyone just figures it out right um, I know I, I also I don't know what made me think of this but whenever I was telling the near-death experience story yes. I said that it was this immense pressure mm. and I said it's what I would imagine it felt like to give birth and I feel mm. that we get you know what I mean like just pressure yeah like I felt like I was just being like sucked out of my body totally it's, but it's almost like what I would imagine it would feel like to give a baby but here's the thing I've never had birth totally given have never had a baby given birth so it was interesting that i had that connection absolutely am i making sense right now yeah and so i feel that it's in those moments of life and death these big profound mm. that you realize nothing fucking matters totally nothing matters. totally i can't wait for that <laughs> truly yeah and 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 giving birth is such a it's an intense experience yes you know and in a really positive way totally but i do think that you're also giving birth to this new version of self as mm. i gave birth to this new version of self you know died whatever left my body something happened cool Ooh, i love that I'm yeah like, let's talk about that more <laughs> yeah well it's, it's just so fascinating because i just remembered when i recounted the story that was how I described it. I was like, it's like giving birth. And then I was like, that's so weird because I've never actually given birth. I don't know how I knew that. Yeah, you know? wait, what have you, like, in the records, have you done readings for pregnant people before? I have, okay, I have. and what comes up around birth and stuff like that? Or well, just, like, maybe that transition into, like, motherhood? Yeah, the transition into motherhood, it's truly, a, it's it's almost like an opportunity for introspection Mm. that we have this gift ultimately having children is like this healing for us our lineage everything so Mm. everything is an introspection into self and as a child experiences something we have an opportunity to heal something inside of ourself that needs to be healed love it so it's really even when things come up or it's frustrating or difficult or whatever it's it's an opportunity that we're given in life to heal ourselves and also step more into this place of unconditional love for a child but it's 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 also for for yourself Mm. you know yeah you're just like learning from them yeah you're learning from them and you're learning to love unconditionally and also that unconditional love starts to spill over into your relationship with your partner with yourself with totally every Every category every category of your life and Mm. ultimately another thing too is that babies always bring abundance okay there is a direct connection between our kundalini and our um sacral you know this this is your womb space and creation and babies which is i feel a, um, a societal fear around oh am i gonna have enough money can i provide all these things but we are in our most creative, confident, knowing energy when we are pregnant and also going through the process of giving birth and bringing new life in. 
actually brings in all new opportunities, Mm. new forms of abundance, new streams, because you're experiencing a new amount of love and a new kind of leg of self-identity. Definitely. So you're almost like opening yourself up to receive more. Totally. And it's very organic versus we get so stuck in just ourself, ourself, ourself. Yeah. Then all of a sudden we have these moments that, oh, wow, it's so much bigger. And we get shifted Mm. into this energy of, what it really is to be human. It's like being in love again, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think I was like listening to a podcast and somebody was speaking about that, like when you have kids and it's sort of like being back in the, like when you first fall in love with your partner. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I related back to that, which obviously like, I'm still in love with my right. partner, but the beginning is different, right? Because you like, guys have been together for how long? 10 years. Yeah. But like, you know, the beginning is like yeah. that. Oh, oh obsession. my God. Yeah. And it's just like this honeymoon and it's so special and everything is just amazing. Like yes. you're like, I love everything. I'm so happy. Yes. Um. So I'm looking forward to like sort of having that like honeymoon phase with the baby just to like almost like soften the heart again and just experience like the world through that lens for just a, a you know, period of time and hopefully forever. But Specifically at the beginning, I feel like it's people call it like the the um, newborn bubble for a reason because you're just like, oh, you're just in like, love. I'm in love. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like really sweet. Well, and, and they always say that, you know, love and money and love and success, all these things are attached because it's mm. this emotion that if you can honestly, if we if we were the practice meditators that I'm working on trying to become. Yes. And all of us here. <laughs> but it's really all about connecting with your heart and feeling love. So totally. become more magnetic. But yes. we're gifted these opportunities throughout our life to experience this unconditional love or these new waves of love through children, through partners, through breakups, through things, you know. Definitely. And, and we have these outside forces that kind of influence the heart chakra but it's really what shifts us into these also new waves of our career too absolutely which is so necessary because if we just all did the same thing all the time we would just be stagnant yeah 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 you have to like keep opening and like growing and things like that keep evolving yeah and i have i was really annoyed on tiktok when everyone was posting that trend that's like my first year of having a child and it's like the people walking by each other oh my god People on social media with the babies. I'm like, wow, there is a lot of information on there. I know. It's almost overstimulating sometimes. I think you have to step away. Definitely. And even it's just almost an outlet for people to express their like feelings and emotions about parenthood. Right. Um, And a lot of mom talk and stuff like that. But it's pretty intense. Just people have different perspectives. I try to follow more positive accounts. Yeah. there's like a, a guy that's like what people don't tell you about having a newborn and every message is like super positive and uplifting Aww. and he's like try to combat the things like everyone says oh, you're gonna be exhausted and it's the hardest thing you've ever done in your life and you know I'm like why do we have to focus on that let's right. talk about how amazing it is talk you know all the amazing things totally and I think that's also just such a beautiful practice and it's a practice that I implement too of really being very particular and select with the information that that I consume. Yes. Because Just perspective. It like, is. Yes. It is. And I I choose to look for the the beauty and the falling in love. And even there is hardship, it's still an opportunity for if something's coming up for me to look at myself and be like, ooh, what's going on? You know? Totally. You know, it's not always just a situation this is hard and ah, it's like I know. all the moments are precious and fleeting absolutely i feel like you're really good at that and like i that's another topic i feel like going into your 30s like 30s was when i started to learn boundaries and yes. like in terms of selecting like what types of energies or voices you want around you mm-hmm. um that's been a hard transition but i feel like 30 was when i finally like had the courage to start implementing boundaries in my life and it's still really challenging to do because it feels like a foreign act if you haven't instilled them in your life your whole your whole existence um but I always I feel like you're really good at that I kind of remember when we were sitting in your driveway one day I was dropping you off and (laughs) you were like so how do you like do this whole boundary thing (laughs) now you were like I have a boundary boot camp I was like me Help me. Help me. I know. But I guess, you know, first, there's the first waves of social media. 
boundaries were, you know, which is just protecting what you consume. Yes. Or what you let into your brain, yes. literally. But then it, it starts getting, I've decided it gets a little dicier when it's people that you do care about. Yes. That but, is where, that's that where it gets know. tricky. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's still a boundary. I've kind of been like toying with the concept of like, there are people in my life and, and I always not to put them in a certain hierarchy or there's no ranking, but it's like there's your ring that's like A, your your A team, yes. your B, your C, and your your D. You know, it's like you have kind of rings around you of people Absolutely. that are mentally how close. Right, how yeah. close in proximity. And ultimately it's set up for so that I'm happy and I can feed into the people who are in my, you know, my core and yeah. everyone, you know, has the uh, appropriate expectation for how much energy is to be exchanged. Totally. <laughs> and and total. I think the people that are closest to us, like I was just saying, Tiana, you and me, sometimes we're so conscientious of each other's time and energy that we're like, I'm like, no, dude, call me. You know? I know, <laughs> I know. Well, I said the same thing to Tiana. I was like, well, I want to spend more time with AG when she's in town. And I'm, <laughs> but I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to ask too much, but I'm like, bitch, I really want to see you. <laughs> you will never ask too much of me ever. You know, I know. But it's nice when you you have another person that's like caring and then it's like a nice even exchange because it doesn't feel like unbalanced you right know what I mean? yeah. yes well do you have any any advice as to how, what you've learned with this new boundary journey um well I would say so far when I've had to set the boundaries like yeah, specifically with family members mm. um it's like so scary at first. I like actually looked a lot into um, like nervous system reactions because like your memories are like stored in your body, like physically, right? Yes. Like your energy, everything, you know, all of this. Um, and it's almost like being able to work through those experiences energetically like when it comes time to like maybe stand up for yourself or you have to like say hey like this actually made me feel this way and I you know I'm drawing the line here I need you to respect this it feels really scary in the body almost like you're you're scared like it just feels dangerous you know um and to like have to really like work through those emotions and like let them escape your body just Mm -hmm. from past knowing um but once they're out and past you're like okay I just got through that it's almost like doing something for the first time that you're really afraid to do and then you get over the hump and you're like okay I did that it was really scary but I got through it and now I feel a little bit more free so it's just doing it more than once you know what the first time is like very terrifying yes and then if then <laughs> practice yes but yeah. then it's if if the boundary isn't there there ends up being this resentment yes and really negative Anger, emotions that yes. we're holding so now we're yes. poisoning our well exactly because someone has impeded on our boundary and exactly. I, I really believe that at the foundation of any frustration point with any relationship comes down to boundaries yeah and the topic of boundaries within family dynamic is the one that people really don't know how to approach because those are the people closest to you but the people that you know maybe aren't in therapy people that maybe they here's the thing they need a little therapy yeah they (laughs) maybe need a little therapy and they did the best they could i know so we're really torn between this place of wanting to have a good relationship but also needing that space and that boundary there's actually a great person i want to shout out and give a recommendation to it's nidra tawab okay i hope i'm saying her name correctly but this just like came into my podcast ethers this week okay literally this week and really giving positive action tips on when it comes to family boundaries or a family member um, just some takeaway tips to give while we're recording. It's like asking questions, like mm. instead of saying like you did this to me and you're being a bad parent or whatever, sort of playing the therapist role a bit and asking a little more clinical sort of. Yeah, yeah. Or being like, you know, what was really going on when we had this conversation? Like, how are you? Yeah. And most of the time they'll be like, I was having a really bad day. Yes. Right. <laughs> you know, I was having a really hard time and you can be like, okay, I felt that, yeah. you know, that felt kind of heavy for me, you know, and, and just mm-hmm. really asking people like first checking in when it comes with family yes, and saying, I really care about you. Totally. I really feel you would benefit from going to see someone or talking about this. <laughs> yeah. You know, totally. That way I can experience the good parts of you 
Definitely. Right? We can all experience the good and the bad and the ugly. Yes. But let's when it's just the bad and the ugly, let's it's a little tough. Let's maybe distribute some of the bad and the ugly elsewhere. <laughs> and Definitely. Then, and then at least make some moments for the good stuff. I also find another nice way to like when you're setting a boundary or when I've had to do it with family members is just taking or the when I vocalize it, like taking all the responsibility on myself and just saying, hey, like uh, this is how I am feeling. This is how this made me felt. I know you maybe didn't intend it that way, but this is what I'm experiencing and going through when we have these conversations and that's really tough for me. And I would just like ask that you're aware of that next time because that's like, it's a really hard emotion for me to work around. And then they're usually like, oh, because it takes the pressure off of like, you did this. It's like, no, this is how it made me feel. I totally know that's not what you meant, but like that's what happens in my brain when you say that Mm -hmm. and it puts me in a spiral. So I'm just letting you know. And if you love and care about me, just like, I just want you to know. So maybe we could avoid that next time. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll, I didn't know that. And then it takes it off of them because when you accuse people, the defense just goes right up and you can't actually like make any progress. And I think what you're, everyone's looking for is like a solution. Right. Yeah. 100%. And that's why it really just goes through walking people through the pro not even the problem, but the situation. Yes. And just like a very gentle, calm, super gentle, super gentle, very warm. Don't ever do it. Activated. No. Be upset. No. Go on a run. Absolutely. Talk shit about it to your husband. I know. <laughs> 30s, that's like relationships I feel like have gotten just, that really comes into focus. Like, you know, being like more selective with relationships and figuring out how to like handle them a little bit more carefully. And that's been hard, definitely. Well, you say exploring that. Yeah. Exploring. Yeah. And I feel to just entering a new era of children and that yes. will put another layer of where do I want my energy to go? Definitely. But I, I've always had this theory. <laughs> it's probably going to be controversial. <laughs> but I've always had this theory that how we treat ourselves when we're pregnant with child or with baby or whatever is like how we should truly be treating ourselves. Yes. Like they say like, don't eat processed deli meat when you're pregnant. And I'm like, should we really ever be eating processed deli meat? Or processed anything. Yeah, probably not. You know, here's the thing. I've eaten processed deli meat before. I'm not, I'm not casting any yeah. stones. But I, I wonder if that's like our truest, most authentic version of self that we should just continue. Totally. You well, know? I have like a total TMI story that Tell I me. can give for like a pregnancy, but this is a connected conversation. Okay, okay. I'm ready. So constipation is like a really common thing okay. when you're pregnant, right? And at the beginning of my pregnancy, the first trimester, I had it so bad and it was, it's like painful. It's so uncomfortable. Um, and my diet wasn't really like on point in the, I wasn't like eating very many like whole foods. I was really sick. So you tend to eat like a lot of French fries and, you know, crackers and things mm-hmm. cause you're just really nauseous. Mm-hmm. Um, but the constipation was so uncomfortable. I'm like, I, what am I going to do to fix this? So at the time I was going into my second trimester and we um, found out that Hunter actually is struggling with some autoimmune stuff mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we needed to like make some shifts to our, our diet at home in order to like help with his inflammation. So that just pushed us towards more of like a diet that you follow like plant-based, mm-hmm. a little bit more holistic, just clean, pure foods that aren't like out of a package essentially, right? Totally. Nothing processed, um, a little less dairy, a little less gluten, those things tend to be inflammatory to the body. So after like a month of eating that way, constipation like completely gone, completely fixed itself. And I was like, how funny. Just you wouldn't think that you could shift things like that significantly just with like what you eat, but it completely like fixed the problem. It was crazy. I love that. Yeah. Also, I'm like, that just makes sense. I feel that there's been times in my life where constipation has been a struggle of mine. And I always tell Jews this and she gets me, people listening might be like, okay, you guys, (laughs) but I really believe there is a spiritual root for everything. Oh, for sure. Everything is a metaphor, an analogy, something. Something's off. Something's (laughs) off. And so with constipation, well, one, the energetics around it is like having the ability to let go and like release things. Mm. And for me, it's not carrying. Mm. People will like dump things on me. Yes. Because I feel like a safe space, which is good. But also there's there's a check for boundaries yes, there. Because yes. I can't allow everyone to literally dump their shit on me. No. And then I internalize it. And oh. then my bo- my belly gets like hurts. hurts. Oh. And it's, it's real. But people don't understand. It's like our bodies truly are these just 
it's, there's a spiritual thing happening and it's manifesting physically. Not saying that there's anything to be scared of or I don't believe you can just manifest physical illness by thinking scary thoughts. I'm not saying that at all. Totally. But I'm just saying that there are things that show up that you're like, I'm feeling a little mm. like what's going on there. But for me, it's always been just a check back in with like, ooh, what's my diet been lately? Like definitely what's going on in there? Like everything to me is like a sign. Like I'm like, ooh, I'm like literally like physically getting weighed down right yes. now. <laughs> like yes. other people's emotions. I got to like clear my energy out and like drink more water and like yes. actually do things to get moving. Absolutely. Austin was one that says that too. He's like in the morning, I like to move a lot so that my insides <laughs> are moving. And I'm like, you know what? That was such right. a simple thing you just said <laughs> so but so, so smart yeah. he will say things i'm like that was really profound <laughs> you're like damn <laughs> i love austin that's amazing <laughs> I, know. I know i have this very like doesn't identify as a particularly overtly spiritual creature yeah. of a partner but right. highly intuitively he doesn't know it <laughs> not a clue just says things i love that he's like into his health though because i feel like that's a lot of uh, hunter is as well and i'm thankful for that because a lot of people like sometimes it's a miss or a mismatch with partners and it's so nice to like have somebody else that's also you know values that and cares about it 100 percent. yeah and i think too it does take these things happening in our life where we get a something happens or something pops up and then you really go down this path of exploration that's why it's like even if it's like you have a bellyache or constipation or all the things it's like i always tell people just be observational and get curious totally don't be like oh my god this is my new reality i know like the the world's gonna end yeah Yeah. you're just like okay i'm gonna tweak my diet a little bit and like we're and then poof we're back loosey goosey how funny right (laughs) i know and actually i think it like in a spiritual sense very like odd timing that this has happened like when we're pregnant like hunter's um autoimmune stuff has been bubbling up because it's like we're about to have a baby and it's like how are we about to like raise him in our house like cooking what types of foods are we going to feed him and so everything's just sort of having to like come into focus right before the baby gets here so I don't think that's like not a coincidence you know what I mean always totally yeah even when things feel sticky or confusing or you're like why is this happening I really do hold the faith that I'm like I'm always so thankful you're Definitely. so thankful that it popped up, even though I, I did hate to see Hunter when his eye, I, I all that was, poor Hunter. But again, like, I'm like, it's a misalignment. It's a misalignment, <laughs> yes. I'm like, your body's trying to tell you something. We need to pay attention. I mean, not that I know what the root is, but, you know, there, you know. You know. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I'm so into all of exploring other modalities such as acupuncture and all cupping and totally different ways reiki just different ways to move the energy in the body because at the end of the day something gets stored it gets trapped it starts just swirling around totally and the next thing you know like at the time that i got a double ear infection i was like why are my both of my ears clogged up and i went and i have a holistic facial lady and she's like so what are you not hearing what are you not listening to what are you ignoring what do you not want to hear i was like <laughs> so it's just like how my mind operates in like totally. every capacity. I'm like, what am I missing? What am I missing? But it it is you know not to like I don't ever want anyone to hyper fixate on it because yeah. it's always just a gentle nudge. Definitely, that's nothing to be afraid of. Yeah, <laughs> just an opportunity to get curious. Yeah, if I could really just coin anything, it's always just get observational, get curious. I love that. Just stay open. I actually also wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. I know within like since you've moved to Florida, you switch to sorry I'm completely deviating no, subjects I love it. but it's all related um yeah. to more like low impact fitness yes. and you probably now consistently doing that for like how long have you lived there year and a half no but almost it's uh May June May June will be our year oh my god it's just flown by I, I know it's longer than that I know. um but I've continued to stay active through my pregnancy, but I always do, I, I do F45 for those that are listening. It's HIIT training, a mix of like weights and HIIT training. Um, but I started to get really bad back problems mm. and I definitely think it's from that. Also, you can just get back problems when you're pregnant, but it's just been exacerbated. Mm-hmm. But I... I'm thinking about switching to more low impact fitness in my recovery postpartum yes. just because I know for my hormones that's probably going to be the direction that I'm headed. So I just wanted to hear about like now yes. that you've consistently for like a year sort of moved away from really intense like exercise like what the journey has been and how it's like shifted things for you like 
physically, spiritually, everything. Yes, 100%. I love this topic so much (laughs) because let's see, in November, I got my IUD out. Okay. And I felt like that was a literal plug that was pulled out of me that there was like some just built up emotions, just energy. For an object in the body. Yeah. Yeah. It just never resonated with me. And I always say anyone listening, if you have an IUD, like, and it works awesome. And it always felt like a no to me. It never resonated or felt aligned. Yeah. And I've been on birth control before that anyways. So I had to go through a bit of a hormone reset, which is normal. Yes. And did the, it, was it a hormonal IUD? Yes. Okay. Yes. I didn't get the copper one. Yeah. I don't really know why, honestly. Yeah. I had the copper one though, but my body did not like it. It was like screaming at me every time I had my period, like, get it out. I was like, ow, ow. <laughs> yeah. So I got it out. So. When, when I went to get it removed, the, my OBGYN, who's actually one of Austin's guy friends, fiance's oh my God, that was like amazing. how we met that was truly how we met i'm like this is a weird way i'm getting my iud out <laughs> i'm trying to make Hi. friends but also <laughs> help <laughs> yeah. um but i kind of told myself going into it if this is 100 ready to come out it'll come out super easy yes and she was like this thing is ready to it's it's out. my body was pushing it out gosh so but it was really cool because you know the researcher inside me loves to consume information yes really got well-versed in cycle syncing, which really, oh, yes. yes, which okay. really rang true to me. And I feel that will be a journey that you will go on postpartum. Absolutely. I'd love to. Yes. That is just a great place to start because I think everyone, this is what I say. There is the general outline and structure of, you know, you've got your phases, you've got your follicular, which is I compare them most to nature and seasons. Okay. Because that's how everything in the Akashic Records is always reflected Mm. back to nature. Mm. Totally. Of course. Which makes sense. Yes. Sometimes another one. So simple, but so profound. Yes. So let's see. Uh, Follicular phase is your spring. Okay. And you can remember that because you've got this kind of new fresh energy. You've just gotten off of your period. Okay. You're going into that's your springy light. And then ovulation Mm -hmm. is summer. Okay. And then let's see, you've got follicular, ovulation, luteal, Luteal. which is more of like your fall. Okay. And we're headed into winter, which is your your menstruation period. I don't know the official. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Winter, which is like you're a little bit more dormant. And there's a lot of really interesting things that happen hormonally. You know, there's different hormones that come into play that are more supportive for weightlifting or for certain training versus there are certain phases where it's actually counterproductive to be lifting weights Mm. because you're fighting won't even make an impact right you're fighting what's the body's naturally trying to do so i always like to think of that like the follicular phase for me is like oh i want to go on a little jog and like just being springy literally like springy and eating like greens and yummy Mm. spring foods and then yeah bouncy Mm -hmm. that's the energy and then you know ovulation higher energy and that's when i feel more aligned to drink caffeine okay i kind of cycle sync everything now love it caffeine and then you know period time for me i'll do matcha because i don't want to be as like activated i really want to be slow yeah i want to be slow um and then you know your luteal and and it's kind of even the foods that reflect into that you're you're going into winter is like soups and like grounding yes potato sweet potato feeling connected and so just having that comparison with seasons as to what mm. our body really wants to do in the season, but following it throughout the cycle is a good framework for, okay, I love going to F45 with my husband sometimes. Yes. Hunter will go. Yes. Same with Austin. He he has a CrossFit gym. They do kind of okay. hit workouts. Yeah. But I've got him so well trained. I'm like, all right. We're on cycle day seven. Where are we at? You know? <laughs> so he knows about the cycle. He does know. But so at first cute. he was making up different names for him. He was calling it my mitochondria phase when I had a lot of energy. I'm like, it's. No. No. But like so follicular and, you know, more around ovulation. Yeah. I could do those types of workouts. But the next two weeks, she's going to Pilates. Yes. She's going to be on the reformer. She's going to be walking just out in nature and just being slow, soft, feminine. Totally. And, and just don't push me. Yeah. And don't push <laughs> yeah. me. And, but it's been great because even when I explained it to him and you know, you could get medical or not, whatever, yeah. but he was like, that makes so much sense because men experience their whole hormonal roller coaster flow cycle in 24 hours. Oh my God. We experience it in our month month span okay so which is interesting because it's mm. just like the moon yes and the sun is on the 24 hour see everything in the akashic records is connected to nature oh that's so interesting very symbolic you know i talked about that with um 
that's funny that you're saying that. I was just thinking about that today with um, our therapist, Mary. Mm-hmm. We all have the same <laughs> she, therapist. Yeah. <laughs> um, we always, whenever I'm like talking about Hunter in the sessions, like we refer to him as the sun and me as the moon. So that's just weird that you said that. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. Yes. No, it, and, it, and it's reflected in our hormone cycles yeah. too as men because there's been so many, I don't know, Austin and I, poor Austin, he just gets into the, the most intensely deep conversations <laughs> with me because I'm like hold on the moon is on today I'm outside like making moon where's the moon where's the moon <laughs> what phase are we in <laughs> yeah. what's the moon doing um but I also you know I talk about that a lot too because it actually is like really in reflection to with your sex life yeah. I mean I don't think you have to go by this but it just really makes sense totally that you're biologically programmed around ovulation to like want to have sex for sure that to me was I makes really, a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. There's yeah. just so much information around it. Not saying we schedule our sex life around cycle syncing. Totally. But like if I'm about to be on my period and he, you know, now we have to talk about it because obviously I'm doing fertility awareness yes. method. Like I'm not on anything. Yes. So we have to talk about my cycle more than he would like. Of course. But now we've just kind of gotten like a, a language where I'm like, he's like, is it a green light day? I'm like, it's a green yes, light day. It's you know? fine. <laughs> it's a green light. I'm like, oh, we got a red light day. Maybe we got to reevaluate. But um, it's just so interesting once you look into it yeah you're if it resonates you know i always tell people don't yeah if you're not interested like yeah it's just, don't change your whole like routine yes but it makes perfect sense but same with men you know they mm-hmm. oftentimes have a higher testosterone in the morning you know yep. a lot of men like wake up and want to have sex yeah or like literally morning wood yeah which is such a weird term i know i don't know but you know thing. what i mean yep. but it is a thing mm-hmm. i should have been a scientist i know <laughs> but i think spiritual I, scientist. I, I think i got i think a spiritual scientist i like that <laughs> it's like instead of those t-shirts that say spiritual gangster mine's gonna say <laughs> spiritual, spiritual scientist, scientist. <laughs> i love it um, but i think as you transition i mean first of all breastfeeding you burn like a bajillion calories I know. I am <laughs> hoping to breastfeed. That is like, oh, thank you for the breastfeeding pillow, by the way. I oh, got you're it. Yeah. Um, I already took a nap on it. Okay, good. <laughs> good. And Booker loves it. He like carries it around the house. I'm like, hey, we need to like keep that in the nursery, but we've already been putting it to use. Um, <laughs> good. I, yeah, I'm hoping to have a successful, successful breastfeeding journey, mm-hmm. um, but I have heard that it can be quite the challenge so we're you know, yeah hopefully that i'm hoping that it goes well and it works out but i'm so excited to explore that as a part of the female cycle yes um, just in general well that's another thing too as you approach that whatever that journey looks like yeah everybody like i said everybody has their own do what feels good totally but i do think there is you're staying in this gentleness with approaching fitness and yes. just getting back into what really feels good and ultimately mm-hmm. the best place my sister was like i just walked and breastfed and she's like i have stepped off so much and for her she was working out way too intensely before totally and then she didn't know but see i believe really through even that first that newborn phase you still have that, that heightened intuition and connection with body definitely so it's like your body is gonna tell you exactly what to do and it's kind of nice because like i said when i got my idea out same with having a baby it's this opportunity for reset definitely how do i want to feel in my body totally i I know i'm almost as excited for i mean i think there's six weeks postpartum you would know actually courtney um (laughs) like just the the break that you kind of have and you just are recovering you're hanging out kind of just being with the baby letting your body recover i'm looking forward to that reset literal reset just because you're not like going into the gym and doing stuff like that um or your normal routines and you just get to kind of like sit back and reevaluate and see what feels good so i'm excited for that yeah because there's nothing better than just when in doubt having a pause being able to step back and just say, how do I want to come out of this bubble? Yeah, get a different perspective. Hopefully. And you will have such an immediate perspective shift. Yeah. I, like I said, I can't wait to have kids one day. But in the meantime, I just know that's what's going to happen. I know. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> I will, I'll give you all the tea and things I'm experiencing. I do um, always feel like you're my fearless leader. Oh. I, I always look to Juju. I'm like, oh, what did you do? What is she doing? Oh my now? god, really? You do things with wow, such. That's nice. You do things with such calmness and ease. Oh, I try. Oh, I try. <laughs> you do. You do. You don't give yourself enough credit. Wait, Thanks. that's another thing I wanted to talk about. You posted on your reels the other day yes. about this new confidence. Yes. Okay. Tell yeah. us about it. Um. Well, you know, it's so funny because going into pregnancy, I was a little fearful i think a lot of people i mean it's i've gotten a lot of messages since i've posted a lot about my pregnancy journey um that 
you know, it's just a little bit of unknown territory. I think it's like nerve wracking people. I was for one really nervous about like what it would do to my like just thoughts around like body image and like body confidence just because it's always been something that I've like had a hard time with. I think most females. Um, And I was like, I just don't want to feel I don't want to go through like a whole year feeling what if I feel like less beautiful and just super insecure and nobody wants to be in that zone it's just Mm -hmm. it's just not a fun feeling so I was nervous about that but um and at first I will say when I first became pregnant I did teeter with that a little bit because you're feeling like really bloated really sick you're just kind of like oh gosh I just feel yucky and I think that's just from like the nausea and stuff like that and I was like oh no am I gonna you know start to spiral and then Honestly, like once you kind of just surrender into the process of pregnancy, again, I came into like that alignment and was just feeling super centered. Um, it's like what I tell people, it's like the one time in your life where as a female, like I don't feel like I have to worry about looking hot or like looking snatched or having like everything right and tightened together. And I think that's generally like the you know, pressure that we put ourselves under is that we need right. to, like, be perfect or whatever. Right. Physically, we need to, like, look a certain way. Um, and that has been, like, the most liberating thing ever, just to, just to, like, not, like, focus on your image for once and just, yes. like, kind of let go and just be. Um, and I don't know, it feels, like, so much lighter and just, like, more aligned for sure i'm like okay this is obviously like a big learning that we do not need to be putting this sort of pressure on ourselves as women to like be these like little barbies whatever truly you know yes i love that so much and and i think i got a little off topic earlier about cycle singing so we, we turned into the sun and the moon and the stars oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> we're like we, 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 we yeah. here. um but it's the same thing for uh getting more into like a movement based off of the rhythm of my body yes that gave me so much purpose Mm. other than forcing manipulating trying to change trying to do all these things like my my movement practice has gotten very spiritual yeah it's very like communicative like i'll talk to my body i'm like oh what do you need today yeah what make you feel good do you want to feel energized should we get outside do a little walk you need some sunshine. Do you need mm. a little structure today? Maybe we could do a class. Totally. It's very conversational. Totally. <laughs> you know, and I like that you're like the moment you let go of it has to look a certain way. Yes. That's the foundation for me. Totally. That was when I moved to Florida. I said, I, we're letting go of that. We're letting go of it has to look a certain way because I've forgotten how am I even trying, is what I'm even trying to obtain even realistic or right. is this some false narrative in my head that is never going to be achieved because that's not even how I was designed you know no, it's totally and then the moment you just let your body have a healthy pregnancy and like talk to you yeah, yeah. allow my hormones to stabilize that was the yes. goal the goal was that I wanted to be in harmony with my body yes we're gonna be at peace and I think that's what you're explaining Experiencing. too absolutely and even with food as well it's been like you know, you're definitely just more in touch with how you feel, or at least that it has been for me. And just thinking like, okay, what am I actually craving right now? What is like the baby, like, I know everyone talks about pregnancy cravings because they're so heightened. Like when you're pregnant, you're just like, I need, I need like a green juice right now, or I need potatoes. Like you can almost pinpoint it directly, like what your, what nutrients the baby like needs. Um, so that's helped a lot just being like and you're kind of in this more like survival mindset it's like no I need that now or I'm gonna get hangry and I can tell that my body needs that and you're just operating out of like intuition you're like let's do this and then okay now we need to like walk or we need to do this everything's just more intuitive um and it's allowed me to sort of like start to build that more with myself versus being like this is what we know as women, like, oh, you know, whole life, like doing cardio five, six days a week right. and um, restricting our diets and, you know, trying to like fit in like one mold when everyone is like so different. So 100%. Yeah, it's been really cool. And to just to remember that this intuition, our, our, we're in our truest knowing as 
pregnant. But this continues on because we realize that we always have that intuition inside of us and that Mm. state is our natural true state. Yes. But we've allowed our own mental entrapment to tell us it has to look a certain way. Totally. So our intuition might be saying, actually, you really need like three pieces of avocado toast. You're absolutely depleted. And I'd be like, stooped up titty. Yeah. (laughs) Get on the treadmill. You know what I mean? I know. It's so weird. And so if you just listen and you let go of the outcome, all of a sudden it flows. Yes. You're just in a straight up flow state. Well, and that, yeah, exactly. That's the perfect word. Um, it, It just like once you... A lot of like I follow like a lot of intuitive eating like accounts and things like that coaches and they'll just say like if your body is like telling you that you want something so badly like just give it to it and then you can move forward or you're just if you keep resisting the energy it's like you're denying what your body's telling you even if it's something that's like traditionally is a label on it something bad like I don't know carbs sweets whatever but you need all those things like right it's just crazy if you just to unlearn all that right to mm-hmm. unlearn it all and to just get and the key or the end goal is really to just be in a flow state totally and also just really allowing yourself to be in this communication yes. I've, I've really been doing that that's been i mean i'm always on like a thing you know it's always a thing that i'm like doing yes, something i love it but i really i really talk to my body a lot because it came with the nervous system mm-hmm. regulation conversation because that's just something so fascinating to me yes but i really will like i mean i will like hands my body like be like we are safe yes and also like if i'm going through a situation that's like confusing i like to talk to my body like she's just a younger baby anna gray surgeon i'm like okay so here's the deal um some people sent you some really crazy hateful messages yeah just remember you're not out in the wild that's not like you know because our body just registers things as threats yes they doesn't know if it's like real danger or if it's just like perceived danger right yeah so just talking your body through like okay you know i put my hands on my body just kind of do some explaining yes yes (laughs) and it sounds really silly no but it's such a gentle place to be like hey actually I know that was pretty activating. Yes. Do some hands. That's why I love EFT tapping. Do you do mm, tapping? No. And I actually, because I, I was going through some stuff this week where I like was having some activated moments yeah. and I was like, I need some techniques because I could not regulate myself. I was like, I I'll have to get back down. Um, so we, we should talk about that. Yeah. I'll, I'll teach you some tonight. Definitely. Um, but yeah, and even if right now, just intuitively, just like place your hand on some bodies where you feel like there's some tension. Like for me, it might be my jaw. Yeah. And I literally put my hands on my jaw and I'm like, okay, we're carrying some tension here. I'm just going to explain. Acknowledging yeah, it. it's really yeah. just like acknowledging and making it very conversational versus it just being this, you know, activated or heavy or whatever. I'm like, hey, totally understand why you're feeling that way. Yes. It was heightened. Yes. But we're safe totally we're not in danger yes we're gonna just bring it down yeah and i will like i'll like hum i'll do a yep. little something listen to some music mm. but i find just explaining talking our bodies through whatever it okay. is because we do we live based off of our primal immediate reactions right and you are in this very like having this very primal experience totally carrying a baby totally <laughs> you know so just like it's just like you would talk to the baby yes be like yes. hey ooh, what's going on you're moving around a lot it's very like elementary yeah sort of. yeah. yeah but it's it's there people and i i mean i think you and i both bonded over struggling with having a relationship with our body and also yes. being online and having to look at ourselves on video and all these things every day yeah it's I don't know. It's a weird time to live in this social age, having to always observe and examine yourself. Definitely. But then we've come full circle of kind of letting it go. Absolutely. I don't even really, I was going somewhere with that, but I lost my train of thought. No, but I'm good. like, Mia, I don't know if that's actually normal. <laughs> <laughs> but what we've landed on is that the finding flow state and, and yeah. you know, having this conversation with our body and just communicating that we're safe is is honestly the best place anyone can start totally and that just takes a little learning to do that i remember actually in therapy was when i had that first experience because i was like talking through some really activating topics which tends to happen Mm -hmm. in therapy um and went into like a little bit of a like a panic attack and my therapist was like you are not in danger you are not in physical danger you are not in emotional danger and i was like right okay yes like you just like need to hear the voice like almost like a chant like 
you're safe, you're safe, you're safe until your body starts to pick up on it and then you can like relax again. I know because, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, when you get into those highly active yeah. states, it's so interesting. It's like how fight or flight. It is fight or flight. And, and you really are. I mean, I'm talking in my head trying to calm myself down I because know. it's such a body reaction. I know. It's like overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really so crazy. That's why. And, and that kind of goes back into the movement. I'm excited for you to rediscover a new just like a perspective and approach back to movement from, you know, having baby, healing yep. hormones, just a different totally perspective. Yes. Because for me, it's just become very conversational. Like, what do you need? And sometimes it's it's literally if I feel angry or emotion somewhere stuck in my body, I'll focus all my energy on that part of the body and I'll like jump up and down for 10 minutes and Love just like that. say affirmations and like shake like my heart, like yeah, this, like get, get it, off of Move me. it through. Yeah. Mm. Like it's, I mean... <laughs> I look crazy. No, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but like. Mini tramp. <laughs> mini tramp. Yeah. Our rebounder, huge yep. influenced me to get the rebounder. So fun. And it's just so fun. You know, it, it brings that joy of jumping. Totally. And there's just so many emotions that are tied to movement. Yes. And EFT tapping is a good one, but ways to release it from the body. Definitely. Um, I guess what is your greatest takeaway of going through just your whole 20s of having this conglomerate of being on YouTube, being yes. successful, yes. doing all the things, and then turning 30 and being like, okay, these are all the things that I, I wish I had known or let go of sooner. Totally. Yeah. Okay. I would say, for one, I wish, like, things, some things I would have spent less time in my 20s on were caring like so much about the way that I looked <laughs> um and like spending so much energy on that and like how others perceived me I think that's like a really nice thing about going moving into your 30s it just feels like a little bit more mature a little bit more wise and sort of like why would I spend so much energy on what other people think of me or how they're perceiving me because it really doesn't actually serve any purpose in like your path or journey at all right. um and i think that probably just keeps going as you get older and older yeah, like can't wait. old people don't be giving a fuck about <laughs> anything and we're like that's the vibe we want to be on you that's know the vibe. um so definitely those types of things um and learning like to just I don't know, like speak up for myself a little bit more mm. and like yeah setting boundaries things like that um I think in my 20s I just you have to again like be conscious and curious and like explorative of those things like why if something feels off or wrong like why does it and how can we move away from those feelings or like why or not being afraid to like explore that a little bit more mm. um and I feel like Therapy was like one thing that really helped me with that, um, which was a little terrifying at first. But once you kind of like get in there, there's so much freedom, you know? Yeah. I love therapy so much. I know. I go see Mary tomorrow and I just can't wait to unpack like the last two weeks of my life on her. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) She's the best. She is the best. Yeah. But I think even if it's, you know, maybe hypothetically someone doesn't have therapy available to them it's really just the scheduled practice of showing up one on just talking about yourself without any guilt or shame yeah. of like i'm just gonna talk about myself Which you know because you want to like talk about like other things I you de- deflect you don't want to talk yes. about whatever but it really is just like carving out time and space to learn how to put words to what you're feeling. Yes, definitely. Because, and even if you can do that with like a close friend right. or family member that can like hold it and it's not in like a toxic situation, you don't like ne- necessarily need a therapist, but if it typically feels safer to do it with somebody that's like unbiased, but yeah. Yeah. Well, but that was for me. I always felt like everyone was like, oh, you're such a positive person. And I was like, yes, <laughs> I am. But but when I went to therapy, she was like, are you really this positive all the time? <laughs> because you're allowed to be sad sometimes, you know? And I was like, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Am I a robot? <laughs> like, am I just ignoring? You know, it's it's just so. I love it. It's just so fascinating. You're like, am I? Yeah. Um, but we have come to the conclusion that I am generally a positive person. I think you are, too. But I express. <laughs> I am I am allowed to express sadness or anger yes, or all of these things and I give myself permission to do so. And I know. Just, I love when you get a little angry. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh gee. 
<laughs> in there somewhere. I know. I like it. It's just like so like counter to what I typically see in you. I'm like, it's kind of spicy. I like it. <laughs> I it's not bad. So just remember that. No, I know. Yeah. It's, I actually find a lot of power in it. Yeah. I'm going. Absolutely. I'm going into 30 just kind of being like unfuckwittable. Yes. Is that a word? I love it. You can't. You know? Yes. Just being like so like a stake in the ground yes yeah that's that's the i don't even know what this is but this definitely that's how i feel i think that's energy that like you move towards in your 30s like definitely even though it might look different for everybody like some people might be more like advanced in it but i feel the same way like trying to get more and more like don't fuck with me please. yeah yeah, yeah just root it in me it. yeah if you want to get on this party hop on yep. if not i don't care there'll be another one <laughs> yep <laughs> find another party <laughs> thank you so much for coming on ag university also tell tell everyone where we can find you oh yes okay so um i'm on youtube with my husband our channel name is julianne hunter and then instagram tiktok and now lemon eight have you heard of that (gasps) no oh yeah okay well i'll talk about it after but it's tiktok's sister platform oh um jude havens on all of those platforms yeah i love you so much i love you too thanks Thanks for for having me thanks for being here As always, I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you feel so called or if it feels aligned, I would love for you to leave me a review here. I always love reading your beautiful thoughts and messages. And also you can find me at Anna Grace Newell on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And I will link all of my courses, AG University course curriculum in the show notes, along with if you're interested in booking an Akashic Records reading with me, my scheduling link goes out in my newsletter. It goes out once a month and it's completely free. I would love to have you there. As always, I'm a proud professor and you get an A plus for making it all the way through the end. Love you.